The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic or lethargic and weak? Listen to your heart. Welcome to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now, here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase and I am so happy to have you with me today. Today we are having a very special guest to, with us and it's something that I've never had on the show before and before I get into those details, let me tell you that uh, you can connect with me on Facebook, which is the Healing Whisper page, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. I'd also like to remind everybody that you can head on over to voiceamerica.tv and look up my show there, which is The Healing Whisper, Marianne's Garden. And it's a show about gardening, but it's also a show about gardening mindfully. Check it out. I think you will enjoy it. Now, I'd like also to let everybody know that this show is strictly for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Marianne Chase, and my guest today, who is Jennifer Henry. Please, Always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. Well, I mentioned it before that uh, we have a special guest today who is Jennifer Henry. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you, Marianne. It's great to be here. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you. Jennifer is a psychic medium and has offered spiritual readings professionally since 1989. She is certified in mediumship and medical intuition, holds degrees in liberal arts and Spanish, is a licensed non-denominational minister, and a certified instructor for private, post-secondary, and vocational education. Jennifer is the founder of the University of Light, offers readings, mentorships, and classes that facilitate psychic development. So, once again, welcome, Jennifer. And I'm just going to ask right off the top, how did you get into this line of work? Well, you know what? My great-grandmother was a psychic medium. She was very into spiritualism 
And I really never met her, but my father used to tell us these stories about when his mom, my grandmother, would come home. She'd come home from school, and her mother was levitating furniture and doing all of these, quote-unquote, spiritualist activities. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, I wish I could have met her. You know, so (laughs) I think from very early on, I, I had this spark of, a real curiosity what this was. I didn't really, I didn't know what any of that meant. I just thought, wow, somebody in my past, in my genealogy, and in, in, in my genes somewhere, there's this potential. So as I grew into my 20s, and I just had a normal childhood, nothing really ultra special happening, a friend of mine asked me if I wanted to go and get a reading, and I had no idea what that was. But I, I wanted one, so I went. We went to this woman. She, we had to drive like an hour away, and we get to her house, which is just this normal apartment in some just normal neighborhood. And so she proceeded to give me this reading and tell me all of these really personal, private things about the way that I was thinking and beliefs that I was holding and ways that I could improve my life. And I thought, how is she doing this? I thought there's more to life than our physical senses can can see, hear, and understand. And so she is accessing a part of her mind that I that I now truly believe that we all have. And so I thought, I need to learn how to do this. And that, for me, was the very beginning. And so I set out to find a teacher, and it took me a few years. You know, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And, I, you know, I had to get myself into a place where, I came to an understanding of the sacredness of this work, and it's not about fortune-telling and reading the future and, you know, wearing the purple turban or any of that. (laughs) And, you know, and so so I found a wonderful woman who I had to drive almost three hours, that old three-year-old at the time, and I had, it was a huge, big deal every week to get to her house. Just these private little sessions with her. And I grew and developed and really came to understand this work. And after a couple of years, uh, these small classes developed in her little house. And, and then I took my work out into the world. I still, I still learn. I just came back from a workshop with James Van Prague and Lynn Probert, which was amazing. So I'm, and I have a mentor, Reverend Steve Herman in New Zealand. In the, so we have private Skype sessions each week. So I will never stop learning. I will never stop being a student. And I, I know that the more I learn, the more I, I realize that I don't know. So I'll never say, oh, I'm here, I'm done, I'm all finished. I've got it. <laughs> right, I'll never be yeah. there. Well, it, this, is, this is an interesting um, conversation about always being a student. And I, I think sometimes we forget that we need to always be a student. So now, Jennifer, I I want to just touch on this, and we can get into this later in the show in greater detail, but uh, this show is about healing. And I know that some people will think, well, what what does a psychic and, and, and a medium, as well as a psychic medium, have to do with healing? So, before we actually get into detail on that, just give us the difference between a psychic and a medium. You know, as I answer that question, Marianne, it's going to really shine the light on how healing comes in. Because first of all, everybody is psychic. 
the, the psychic means that it's just pretty much the same as our intuition, which is the, the language of our soul. And so we all come in, we, all, we are a soul with a, with a body having a, having a human experience. It's not well, like we're a body with a soul. So we all have this potential. We all have this ability within us to develop these inner senses. And as we do that, we come to greater degrees of healing within ourselves because we become more of who we really are. So everybody is psychic. Not everybody goes to the, to the inner gym and works out those inner muscles to become more and more developed, but everybody has that sixth sense, that hunch, those inner pictures in your mind. So we all have that to one degree or another. So everybody is psychic. Now, whether or not you take that ability to be able to communicate with the spiritual world, which is what a medium does. So everybody is psychic, but not every psychic is a medium. So a medium is a psychic who has developed their inner awareness and those inner abilities, those inner senses, to a degree that allows them to understand and be impressed, if you will, with messages and ideas and communication with the spiritual world, which souls that are not in a physical body. So that's the difference between a psychic and a medium. And once a medium is working with somebody and they're bringing in messages from the other side, this helps a person, their client, or in a platform, you know, a demonstration um, environment. It helps the recipient have a greater degree of understanding about their life, about life in general, about life on the other side when we pass over, about that connection with our loved one that has passed over that, that's still alive because there's no such thing as death. And so that in and of itself is immensely healing. It heals, you know, in, in just in terms of grieving, to grieving loss, to understand that, that, that the loss is really, it's just a different way that we love our loved one. Can't hug them in the physical anymore, but we can feel that love because they're still here. They're still with us. So that really is the difference between a psychic and a medium. Everybody is psychic and every medium is a psychic, but not every psychic, not every person can, can make that link with spirit and maintain it. We okay. all can try, we all can learn, we all can learn to play the piano, but we all don't become concert pianists, you know, so there's a potential <laughs> within everyone, but not everybody chooses that path, not everybody has that natural inclination that that's where they want to go in their life. Right, so now you said a, you said a very interesting thing about being able to communicate with the spiritual world, and... Um, so, in your definition of the spiritual world versus uh, how I have defined the spiritual world, so let me let me just kind of put that out there. How I have looked at the spiritual world is our spirit. It, it's our heart and part of who we are. And so, what you're saying is that part of us is what never dies. And I know there are quite a few uh, people and religions, people of different faiths, that understand that our spirit does not die. However, the body, it, it, it does go away after you know, a certain amount of time. So now, understanding this, why now... This may be a very complicated question and may take a little bit of time to answer, but 
why is there so much fear surrounding going to a medium? You know what? Actually, I can answer that so simply because, you know, we, we as humans, we have a built-in mechanism within us that says, you know, if I cannot see it, touch it, and feel it with my physical, then, and, then, then I'm afraid of it. It's something, we, we fear what we don't understand. And I think that this is important as a human because we have to have a certain degree of fear, if you will, so that we can stay safe, you know, like you don't fall off a cliff or you don't do things that are going to harm you. And so we have, there's that place within us that, that fear is such a charged word, but we have something within us that keeps us safe, that keeps us from just being wild and crazy, it keeps us anchored in this body in kind of a, an intelligent, sane way. And so that, that in a mechanism, can get out of hand sometimes right. and rule our logical mind to the degree where we start to fear basically anything we don't understand. And so if well, I can't, you know, Jennifer, let's get into that into a little more detail. We, mm-hmm. It's time to go for a break. So, folks, when we come back, let's talk about that fear thing again. Don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandra Bali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I am with guest Jennifer Henry, who is a psychic medium. Just before the break, we were beginning to talk a little bit about why there is so much fear surrounding mediums and use of mediums. And 
Jennifer, you were were saying that it's the fear of the unknown, and but fear is a good thing. I'd also like to mention and remind everybody that I do speak about how our bodies are designed to fear properly, and that's a good thing. But when it gets out of control with unhealthy beliefs that either we have inherited or we have learned that is when we get ill. So you were talking about the fear. So let's continue on that. Um, so why are people so afraid of mediums? Okay, you know what? I just want to make just a brief distinction here. I really, I, I believe there is, there's only really one reality, and that is love. And so if we are in a state of love, then there is never any fear. So really, fear is an illusion. So I use that word really loosely earlier. I just want to make that distinction. So to answer your question, the fear of mediums, I think people think, oh, you know, they're doing something I don't understand. Oh, they're reading my mind. Oh, they're communicating with spirits. You know, what does this mean? You know, the work of a medium is just to really prove that there is survival after death and that love never dies. And so when people really understand the true work of what we do, there's not anything at all to fear. So if you have a loved one that's crossed over, that's passed over, and you want to feel that love, you want to know they're okay, you want to know that that love is still alive, and that you're so wrapped up in your grief and in your loss, you can't feel that they're still with you, you can't feel that impression that they're feeling that love and putting their their loving arms around you from spirit then a medium can step in and be that link between you and the spiritual world, between you and your loved one. And a mediumship reading is really just a three-way dialogue between the person here on earth, the person who's left their body, and the medium as an intermediary, a medium, that's where the word comes from, between these two souls who can still communicate and love one another. And the way that this communication happens is through love. I can't sit here and bring in Marilyn Monroe or, you know, Richard Nixon for you. If you have a <laughs> loving bond of connection with them, that's the vehicle through which communication happens. So I need to establish a bond of love with my client. And through that loving bond, I'm able to bring in their spiritual connection through a loving bond of who it is there that's wanting to communicate with them from the spiritual world. So it all happens in a state of love. And the only way I can reach anybody in the spiritual world is through love. And so there's no fear. There's no fear in love. That's just, and and that the the, the, the reading itself is such an elevated, beautiful environment that you cannot help it. It's palpable the feeling of love. And tears come, these tears of love, through the medium and the recipient when, when these messages are coming through so many times because it's that depth of feeling is so real. Well, and, and I have often said that fear cannot exist when love is present because it, it's like light and dark. Dark cannot exist when there is light presence. So it, it's, uh, I've, I've said it many, many times. And, you know, I, as you're talking about this, it just really brings to mind the uh, disservice that mediums have 
had to them by the uh, movie industry and the television industry where they show these horror films about people communicating. (laughs) Yeah, uh, it's all, you know, it's all this sensationalism just because people like to watch drama and be entertained. But you know what, you said something so important just now because service, I know you said it in a different way, but it brings up. But that is the role of medium. It's it's pure 100% service. If my ego is here present, then I can't communicate with with spirit. My ego has to be over to decided, absolutely zero about self-gain, about notoriety, about, you know, being some highfalutin special person. That, if I'm in that state of mind, I, I am not able to communicate. So it is 100% service. I am over to the side. I am here as a I'm here as a vehicle for spirit to communicate with, with who they need to get a message through to. That's what it's about. And, and touching on fear and love once again, really there's, our soul is just pure love. And so all the beliefs and the, you know, the fear, the, all the stuff that covers up our soul, covers up that light, all that fear-based stuff that you and your show, you know, you talk about in your show, all of that stuff is just the, just the, the facade, the stuff that covers up what's real, that covers up the light of our soul. So through healing, we take these layers away. We, re- we become aware of these beliefs that are not serving us. We become aware of the stuff that we don't need to hang on to anymore, old patterns, old ways of thinking and believing that keep us from our highest path. So a reading helps to illuminate these different shades of illusion and fears that cover up our light, that cover up who we are, so we can be much more of who we are. So that's just a Yeah, that, that's uh, just so very important. And I know we've touched on being able to heal through the services of a medium. And <clears throat> can you get into that with a little more detail? So let's just say, for example, I seek your services and I've got a particular medical condition that is really bothering me. How is it that communicating with the spirits of my loved ones can help me find those negative beliefs or those reasons that that medical condition is there? Well, I believe that our bodies are always talking to us. And I believe that every illness, there are genetics and environmental causes, but always there's an emotional component. There's a belief that we're holding that is false. And our body communicates with us and tells us that something that we are believing is not true. And if we don't listen and we don't hear the subtleties of this sometimes, then sometimes these beliefs and these false ways of behaving in the world can manifest as, as a discomfort. They can get louder and louder and louder. So that's one of the things that a reading can address because, you know, what comes through is not always a message from, you know, your grandmother or from a friend or from your uncle who's passed over. Sometimes just higher wisdom will come through that will help a person understand what it is they need to hear. So at the beginning of every reading, I always say a prayer, and I always ask the highest and wisest to elevate my client's spiritual path and help them understand their next steps and what they need to learn to grow will come through. 
and it'll it'll come through in ways that I can understand and, and be able to convey in ways that are able to be understood and that the interaction elevates everybody concerned. So this is always my intention. And so not always is, you know, your Aunt Mabel coming in to say that, that she's okay and that she's watching over you. You know, it's just what the recipient needs to hear. And if they need to hear something about a belief that they're holding that is not serving them and it's contributing to their asthma and, and that they're feeling suffocated in their life and they're not taking own, back their own power. They're just succumbing to these feelings in their physical body and, and, and feeling like a victim and going into doctor to doctor looking for a Band-Aid solution. Not that there's wrong anything wrong with going to a doctor. I fully and 100% support our medical community. But sometimes we need to look at the emotional thought beliefs that are really fueling whatever is happening in our physical body because sometimes those are just messages our body is telling us, look, let's look in a different direction. Let's let go of some of those limiting beliefs. And and by having a session with the medium, you can help them release these negative beliefs? Oh, absolutely, because, you know, the only thing holding them in a person's awareness is their own awareness of it. So once the light is shined upon a belief, then it's, you know, it, it could be time, it's time to let it go. It's like, who's driving the bus? Is your unconscious belief system driving the bus? You don't even know where you're going? Unconscious beliefs creating your reality because you're buying into things that are really not true for you, they're limiting. Once you become aware of who's driving the bus, of what the belief is is propelling your reality, then you, your awareness in and of itself just dissolves that belief. You're like, oh, well, I don't need to be- I don't need that anymore. I don't need to believe I'm a victim in this situation anymore. I don't need to believe I'm not good enough. I don't need to believe that I have to give in order to be lovable. These are not true. These are illusions. So once the right. light is shined upon it, then then a person can see it for what it is and say, oh, well, that's, that doesn't, that's silly. I don't need to keep hanging on to that one, you know? So... Maybe it's really anchored in their consciousness and it's, it takes practice so that person will carry on through their day, through the days and weeks and months ahead. But now they'll notice, oh, I'm doing that again, you know, okay. So I just like to tell people, you know, those thoughts, just treat them like a bird flying across the sky and, oh, there it goes, there, there it goes again. You don't have to grab onto it, just, oh, notice it's passing by. Okay, yep, I'm doing that one again. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to let that go now. You know, so that awareness is what helps us release some of these limiting beliefs. And the more and more aware we become of who we are and what is creating our reality, and the more we are in control of the bus that's driving our life. And we don't have our unconscious beliefs and fears and limitations and self-criticism and all that stuff. That stops driving the bus. Right, and it, I can I can really appreciate what you're saying about those subconscious beliefs because it, it is ninety nine percent below the waterline, like your giant iceberg, and which is what sunk the Titanic. But analogy, yeah, yeah. The the other interesting thing that 
I personally believe is that we do gain a lot of beliefs from our ancestors, people that uh, we have never met. Uh, it's actually passed on cellularly through um, through genetics. So I have a question for you, but it's going to have to wait until after okay. the break. So okay. folks, don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. listening to the healing whisper a return to peace if you would like to comment or have a question about our show today please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 if you'd rather send an email our email address is the healing whisper at mindspring.com now back to the show Hello again, and welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Mary Ann Chase, and I'd just like to remind everybody that you can connect with me on Facebook, the Healing Whisper page, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. Today, my guest is Jennifer Henry, who is a psychic medium, and we have been talking about how a medium can help us Find some of these negative beliefs by connecting with our loved ones. And it is about love. Now, just before the break, I had this question come to me, and it has to do with the negative beliefs that we inherit. Now, there have been lots of scientific studies that know that show us our beliefs are on a cellular level and because they're in our cells they are part of our makeup which also means that these beliefs are in our DNA and can be passed on some of them do get passed on some of them don't My question for you, Jennifer, is 
knowing that we can speak to our loved ones, even those individuals that we have never met. For example, like your great-grandmother, does this also help us reveal some of those negative beliefs that we didn't even know we inherited? Yes, it does. Because like I said in the beginning, it's the awareness that will help us to dissolve and let go of these limiting beliefs. You know, I also want to mention, and before I'll talk a little bit about that in a second, but I also want to mention that life is about free will. And I know I don't, I'm not a scientist and I don't know a lot about genetics, but I do know that we have, I know that we have a, a, a mechanism within us that turns on and turns off these genetic capabilities. And so it's not like we're come in, we come in with this foregone conclusion that we're going to automatically activate all of the negative beliefs from our lineage. You know, there are beliefs that my mother and father and grandmother and grandfather and on down the line have held that, you know, I, I don't buy into them. You know, so I believe that we come in with a set of propensities or capabilities or potential, and it's up to us whether or not we choose to really own it. So, so having said that, during a reading and, a, you know, a loved one comes through, but the messages that are going to come through are going to be in the highest and best interest for the recipient at the time. And so if there's a belief that the person has been running or buying into or holding onto that is preventing them from taking their next steps and owning their own power as an individual in this world to create their life in the highest way possible, then that's what's going to come through for them to release at the time. Because we can only really do so much at one time. Even during a reading, I ask people to record them because so much data comes through. It cannot, the person can't comprehend and integrate and really digest all of that within the hour. So could you imagine if if all these different relatives come and they're trying to give you everything that you could ever want to know about every belief you've ever held? Impossible. It's it's kind of like, I get this image of sitting in a classroom and and it's like, wait, wait, what what did you just say? (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a very gentle process. You know, and a lot of times, from my point of view, when I'm speaking, it just seems so obvious. And it just seems so small because when you're in an expanded state, the profound is obvious. But it seems like it's just uh, sometimes I, after I hang up with the person, I think, God, I hope I gave him something worthwhile, you know, because it seems like it's not that much. But on the recipient side, it is. It's perfect. It's just what they needed to hear because it's a very gentle, loving process. It's not a hammer coming over your head, you know, pounding you like, you know, tenderizing you like a tough piece of meat or something. It doesn't work that way. It really doesn't. And the other thing I want to say is these conversations with spirit, they're impressions. It's not like I'm having with you. It's not like I just, you know, dial up the phone and, oh, I've got Aunt Mildred on the phone. It's it's really a very subtle impression in my consciousness that's like a dream state. You know, they'll come in pictures or feelings in my body or thoughts being dropped in my mind. And so it's it's not like spirit shows up as a you know as a phantom in front of me and we just start talking like you and I. It really is not that way. And so people need to understand also that it's a very subtle process. And sometimes somebody will come and they really want to talk to to their their aunt, but their neighbor comes through, or they really want to talk to some uncle, 
and, they're, and it's their great grandmother or, they, or someone that they really didn't even know very well or like even very much. But what comes through, I, I need to remember that my job is to be a vehicle for spirit. And I am working for spirit to bring through the message for the person at the time that's going to serve their highest good. So it's very, very important as a recipient to come with an open mind and not an agenda. Not an agenda of the person that you want to talk to because then that closes off your consciousness to the greater possibility, to the greater reality of what really need to, needs to come through for you to hear. So coming with an open mind and an open heart is the best possible place to be to hear the guidance that will help you to let go of the beliefs or whatever it is that you're needing to hear so that you can take those next steps in your life to feel better, to feel better physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Well, and you know what uh, the picture that comes to my mind is that someone coming in and saying, you know, I used to believe that, but you know, it's not right, and you don't have to believe that. So it it gives a sense of hope rather than, well, we're, we're doomed. <laughs> right. Yes. Oh, you know what? I know that I've succeeded in a session with a client when they leave feeling hopeful, when they feel more loved, when they feel more of who they are, absolutely, when they feel elevated, when they feel like they have a good feeling about their life again and a good feeling about, you know, uh, their loved ones who have crossed over. It's all about hope. It's all about elevating that consciousness and feeling more love and feeling more the light of their soul. Some of those layers have come away. Right. And Now, so this brings up the next question is when somebody decides to seek the services of a medium, how are they going to tell the difference between somebody like you who is doing the work in a truly loving way versus somebody who is a charlatan? Okay, I'm going to answer that in two different ways for you. First of all, we are all psychic, and you are going to have a gut feeling. You are going to have a resonance with this person. You're going to feel love from them. When they start to talk, even if those messages or what they're saying seems ordinary or seems not even really very elevated, it's gonna, you'll feel that. You, you'll feel it will touch your soul because this is soul-to-soul communication. So if those words coming from that medium's mouth make a resonance in your soul where you just feel you're moved, okay, that's something. And the other way I want, then you know there's something real there. And then the other way I want to answer this is we are what you call an evidential medium. I'm, I like to call myself evidential medium, meaning I bring in evidence first. And so it's one thing if I start working with you, Marianne, and I say, oh, I have a white-haired lady here who's telling me she's your grandmother who wants you to know that she loves you. Okay, how much skill is that going to take, right? Where's the evidence? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so the evidence means, you know, I have a woman here who gives me the feeling that she has passed in her early 30s, and I'm feeling like it was a very sudden passing. She's showing me a car accident, and she comes through with this sense of real jovialness and, and happiness, a happiness of spirit, and shows me that she used to be a ballet dancer. She shows me ballet, and she's showing me a memory that when she was really young, that you gave her a very beautiful golden bracelet, and she's showing me that this bracelet, if you look in the second drawer 
of the desk in her room, you'll see this bracelet is still there, and she'd like you to you go and get that as a token that she's still with you. Now, if I were to come in and say something like that, there's some evidence of things that you, I would absolutely never know about this person to give to you that's going to demonstrate to you that any message that I bring through has got to have some basis in, in real, in reality, because I've, I've hopefully proven to you that I really do have this person for you on the other side because they've given me details that show you that that link is real with them. I didn't just say, oh, it's a white-haired lady and she's your grandmother because anybody could make that up. But it'd be very hard <laughs> yeah. to make up a lot of details. So we call that evidence. We call that an evidential medium who's able to bring through details. Only the recipient would, would have meaning, would, would have, those details would have meaning for. Right, so and, and so it just brings, brings to mind maybe that what... Uh, people need to do when they are seeking the services of a medium is first tune into their own intuition, their own psychicness, as it were, and uh, just feel, is this right? And, you know, it may or may not be that the, the medium is a charlatan. It just may be that that medium is not the right one for them. Is is that a accurate Absolutely. Oh, Marianne, that's perfect. Yes, because the spirit world is going to be using whatever thoughts, memories, and and words, and anything in my consciousness, anything I've ever done, read, seen, or experienced is the the reference for spirit. So if if there's a, a scientist that needs to come through for their child, I don't have a big scientific vocabulary. So that's an example of, you know, maybe I wouldn't be the best medium for them because I'm not going to have a very big reference library for this other spirit to be able to use to communicate information for the recipient who's maybe another scientist, you know. So so there's always, all all mediums work differently. So you're going to, you'll be attracted toward the one, somebody seeking the services of medium will find the one that resonates with them so that the spirits that want to come in to speak through them for you will be ones that resonate. Well, and they'll, they'll, that, that loving link will be able to be more clearly felt because the resonance between those soldiers is there. And so more than likely, though, more than likely, the recipient that finds the medium, those spirits on the other side have done some pulling strings and orchestrated the event so that the medium that comes into your awareness is probably the one that's best to work with because they've shown up for you. But always, you know, there are flaws in the system. So always use your intuition. Always go with your gut feeling. And if you don't like what you're hearing, if you don't like what you're, you know, feeling in that first conversation when you're setting up an appointment or interviewing this person, that's really your benchmark because, you you know, and that just touches on one other thing I do I want to put in real quick here. I believe Well, Jennifer, let's, uh, let's, Go over that one other thing. Hold on to that thought, and we'll go over it after the break. Folks, don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. 
Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Mary Ann is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. And this is Dr. Marianne Chase. And my guest today is Jennifer Henry. Just before the break, we were talking about how to connect with a medium versus a charlatan and and using your intuition to know what is right for you, whether it's a legitimate medium or maybe a legitimate medium that isn't a right connection for you. To, for you. So now, Jennifer, you had said that there was one other thought that you wanted to express before we head to the break. So... Let us know what you were thinking. <laughs> you know, what I really, really want to leave people with in this hour we've shared together is a sense of empowerment. I just want to really stress that we are all psychic. We all have the potential to communicate with with spirit, to develop those inner senses within ourselves. And it, we don't have to go to some, you know, trained medium and give up our power and become just, oh, you know, you lead the way. I don't know what I'm doing. I, as a medium, get readings. I want that objective perspective. And so I'll go out and buy, I, I go to psychics, I go to mediums. Not every day, maybe, you know, at points within my life. But what I really want to leave people with is that we can all develop. We all can develop. I teach psychic development. That's one of the things I love the most. I have private mentorships. I can teach anybody anywhere in the world over through Skype, you know, with weekly sessions. And I have classes where people come to um, my place here in Sonoma County, California, and I have travel with this work. So I, I really want to leave people with, you know, don't give away your power and think that you have to go to somebody else to access information. The name of my website was given to me by my guides, My University of Light. That's an inner university. That's an inner state of consciousness. So within everyone... There's an unlimited access to all of the wisdom, all of the information, all of the guidance, anything you would ever want to know about anything at all. And it's just a matter of understanding and being able to 
still your mind and let that higher guidance come in and listen to the voice of your soul, which is your intuition. And so that's really such an important message that even though there's a time and a place for a session with a medium, absolutely, it's an important part of my work, but there's, but there's also, and there's also a really important component here, and that is to develop our full sensory perception. One of my earlier teachers, she didn't call it psychic development. She called it full sensory perception because we have eyes to see. We have inner eyes that we see internally. We have ears to hear. We have inner ears. We hear clairaudiently our inner guidance. So we have these inner senses, these psychic abilities, which are nothing woo-woo, you know. That's just a part of our full sensory perception, the fullness of who we are as a soul in this body. And so that's really, really important. So it's really about learning to help yourself. You're helping people help themselves. Is that an accurate assessment? Absolutely, yes. You know, when I first started to develop psychically, I was scared. I was very scared. I started, my mind was going in these directions. I felt expanded and I thought, oh my God, I'm going to meet evil spirits. I'm going to meet, I'm just going to get, you know, I was like, I can't go here without a guide. I need someone to help me. There's no such thing as evil spirits. There's no such thing as evil. It's just made up stuff from the human psyche. But all that fear that I had, I needed a guide. I needed a teacher. I needed someone to help me navigate those inner dimensions. And so that's what my job is. Now I have a really, I have an understanding of that. And so I can guide the next person. I love the staircase analogy. You know, I'm on the staircase and I'm reaching up toward my human teacher. I have his hand and I'm reaching with my other hand. I'm reaching down toward people who are just a few rungs down on the ladder on the staircase. And so where I am, it's just a couple rungs up. I can reach out my hand toward them. And we all help each other. So people that come into my life for guidance, for teaching, they're at a place in their development where they're ready to hear what I have to offer so that they can understand more, you know, in a, in a greater way their own inner development. And then they're going to reach their hand down and they're going to share, maybe not in a formal teaching environment, but just in who they are in life and the people that are in their circle. They'll reach down and they'll help and they'll help the next person down a few rungs below them grow spiritually. And it's not like we're above or below. I don't want that image to come across as a hierarchy. It's not like that. We're all, we're all equal. But in terms of awareness, I love that analogy because we, we're here to help each other. We're here to help each other grow and to inspire each other. And so that's, that's really how I see my path on this earth. And my life work is so much of service helping people grow and to help helping people understand you're a beautiful light in the world. And if I can help you shine that light through a reading, then come and let's get a reading. If I can help you shine that light through a mentorship and developing your abilities, then, then contact me. Let me help take some layers away. Let me help you, light, let me help light your path so that you can help others also. You can develop and shed the light for others as you read for them and you develop your own connection to guidance. So right, and I'd, I'd, I'd also like to uh, repeat what you just said about uh, if if you're like a couple of rungs up and helping somebody that needs to get up to those two rungs, it, it is definitely not being a holier-than-thou uh, position to take. It, it would be like anything in the educational world. The teacher in a classroom knows more about 
their subjects than the child whom they are teaching, it doesn't make them a better person. It just makes them a more knowledgeable person about that. Sorry, I'm interrupting. I'm getting so excited. (laughs) (laughs) What I want to say here is that because that's ego. That is all ego. The hierarchy thing is just, it's, it's, I'm better than you. I know more than you. That's the ego coming in. That has absolutely nothing to do with spiritual growth. Absolutely nothing. That's, yeah. that's, that's one of those layers that cover our light. Well, and and in what I teach on this show, it is a part of the identity. We can call it identity, we can call it ego, but it has to do with goodness and and kindness. That uh, you believe you're not good enough, so maybe you're thinking you're inferior, or you believe you're better than and that is a goodness issue so a little bit off track in all of that so Jennifer would you please repeat in the couple of minutes that we have left here your website and if that is do you have a Facebook page where people can also connect with you yes my website is myuniversityoflight.com You'll find my contact information there and all of the information about readings, mentorships, and classes. And I also have a Facebook page, Jennifer Henry Medium. I think that's my um, username there. Either way, (laughs) the the Facebook page is not as, I mean, sure, go there. And I post, you know, every few days or so. And my website is on the Facebook page, Jennifer Henry Medium. But the best way to contact me is through my website. That's where you'll find all the information and how to book a reading or come to a class or initiate a class. You gather a group in your in your area, I'll come to you. That's another thing I like to do. I love to travel with this work. So that's okay. myuniversityoflight.com. Well, wonderful. Well, as I said, we just have a couple of minutes left in the show. And what I would like to remind everybody, what we are talking about here is our heart, our spirit, the I love you with all my heart, heart. And there are ancient texts that thousands of years ago, very wise people said, above all else, guard your heart, for everything that you do flows from that heart. And that is the most important reminder that I give people every week. And so, Jennifer, thank you for joining us. Thank you for enlightening us about what a medium is and that Being a psychic medium is a very loving thing. And so, folks, until next week, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Music.